0: Hello and welcome to comfort Junto, episode 75 I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman I am the creative director of Bare Fruit And I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jiren Teteris say, say that again? J- Jiren Jiren? J-I-R-E-N Okay You know yeah. what that is? No Dragon Ball Z Okay, walk me through this That's all I got <laughs> It's a Google search, man <laughs> That's what I can't Nah, nah, nah That's not true uh, But yeah uh, do your googles? Look and, at me. Hold on. I'm d- d- yeah, yeah. Do you do no you li- spell, live this, on spell the it air. for me again? J i r e n.
1: Yeah. Okay. Dragon Ball Z. Mm. Image search. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking up an image search. Uh huh.
0: Now, what you getting? Oh, my man's got no neck. Hey, listen. <laughs> Listen, th- that's who you are Ooh, on episode 75. Okay. A husky, neckless, yeah. uh, hairless, eyebrowless character. <laughs> he,
1: oh, he looks like Frieza if uh, Frieza did CrossFit. You know when you have a friend? Okay. And suddenly your friend is like turning their life around? That was me. T- it, it, it was you, yeah. right? Okay. So I have a friend doing this now as well. Uh-huh. You did this previously. Uh-huh. You got a friend, suddenly like this, they're doing CrossFit. Right. Everything they post about Octavius that, is CrossFit. That was me. This is Frieza. Starts doing CrossFit and he's like, he's turns his life around. He, he starts like, man, eating paleo. Man, I got my ass beat by Goku a hundred times. No more. Look at me now. I'm changing my name to Jiren. Final form. Because <laughs> he is swole Dead,
0: deadlift is definitely above six hundred. I'm Back not mad. Squats above five. I'm not mad. You know what I mean? Clean and jerking like a good four hundred and something. This is <laughs> snatching, <laughs> snatching three and some change. My man is out here. You know what I mean? Doing bodybuilding yeah. shows on the side.
1: Yeah, Adam Gyron Teteris This is my true self. He looks like Kirby a little bit, but. Kirby, Kirby,
0: been in the gym. Yeah,
1: <laughs> bro. Listen, you know, serious
0: thing is, listen, man. I'm tired of getting beat all the time. Dude, you know, I just started eating right. That's you right. know, and I started drinking shakes. It's all about the protein shakes. That's right. You know, and like, you like make sure when you go in there, you got to get your mobility right. You have to stretch out and all that kind of stuff. But after, I mean, really, bro. Anybody, you know, I mean, anybody can do this. It's not. It's, it's not. I'm not special. I put a lot of work in. <laughs> yes. You know, I definitely put a lot of work, a lot of time in the gym. You know, blood, sweat, and tears, bro. You know what I mean? Blood, sweat, <laughs> and tears. But, bro, seriously, bro, you could do it. Listen, look at your form, bro. Seriously, if you train with me, totally, you could absolutely change your entire life, your entire body composition. Yeah. I mean, for you know it, I mean, he might even be as strong as me. <laughs> no way. It's never going to happen, bro. But seriously, you should get in the
1: gym. Definitely. Okay, that is 100% what I thought Kirby sounds like Yeah <laughs> Definitely what I thought the little pink guy from Nintendo But that's Chad, that's is, actually That's, that's uh, Chad That's a, that's a GTL, Chad Yeah, that's right GTL What up, Octavius? What it cook like
0: Listen, internet, I want you to let you know That episode 75 <laughs> of Comic Book Junto Is brought to you by our Patreon yes, it subscribers is. Yes, indeed. Our Patreon members The people who pledge to help us keep the Junto going mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the Patreon members we probably wouldn't be able to keep this popping, keep it moving. So Literally. shout out to everyone who came and pledged um, various mm-hmm. levels. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody in the, in the closed Facebook group. Listen, we are really, really, really thankful for everybody who has turned up since we last recorded episode
1: you mind if i read some names i want to do a little oh we roll said call. we was
0: going to do that we got to be wanna... we got to be uh, people of our no, word. i to.
1: i want to do a little roll call you know if you were a supporter of the patreon then we we're going to shout you out on the show we want to give you some love and we want to do that now this is the first group yeah. that we get to do this with so yeah. it feels special so uh, listen I,
0: we're not going to say your last name because we no. don't want everybody to be in your business mm-hmm. but you know who you are
1: mm-hmm. and I and also you know please Give us grace. Mm-hmm. Some of you, I know I'm going to butcher your name. And that's why I'm not doing it. Because it's going to be do funnier if Adam does I it. But I not you throw me under the bus. Adam, no, you got this, man. I just wait. Look, we want to give some gratitude to Fabian. Uh, thank you so much. We also want to give gratitude for the the organization Spaces Productions. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being with us. We want to give gratitude to Mel, to Ken. You know who you are, Ken. Come We're just on. gonna go ahead and we know, come on, Simba, Simba
0: Sparks. <laughs> shout out to you. I
1: don't care if the whole world knows who you are. You just gotta live with. It. You gotta deal with that. That's what's up. You're famous now. You can't stop it. We want to shout out Marcus and Legacy. Legacy is a strong name. So that I just want to give you kudos, extra kudos on that. We want to shout out Zach. Bam. Spoon. BK. What is that? Is a name. Okay. Shout out to you. A shout out to you. Spoon. Adam. Matthew. Ryan. Olaf. Steven. Melvin. Marcus. Spoonchacho. Whoa. My man's out here with Spoonchacho. A.K.A. Yeah. And Micah. We see you, all of you, yes, and we are here by your grace and by your support, uh, by your contributions. Mm -hmm. It means the world to us. Absolutely. And for those of you who
0: are interested in helping support the Junto by being a Patreon member, you can go to patreon.com forward slash comic book Junto, J-U-N-T-O, and help us support, keep support, help support, and continue Mm -hmm. and help the Junto flourish and blossom into what it is that we have for in the future. Mm -hmm. So... Thank you so much for everybody who's already supported us. We
1: could not do this without you. Again, patreon.com forward slash comic book Junto. On that tip, I love to see the conversations that are are, are unfolding in the closed Facebook group. Mm -hmm. If you want to be a part of the Facebook group, you can become a a Patreon subscriber. Uh, I love having some people actually in that space and chatting with one another right now. It's almost like Twitter, except without any of the crap. You know, like without any of the distractions and BS and people shouting at you, mm-hmm. delete your account. This right. is everybody's cool. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited about that. If you have not entered into the Facebook group and you are a Patreon subscriber, there's a possibility that I have to match your real name to the name that you use on Patreon. Spoonchacho. So, yeah. you know, Looking like, at you, Spoon Chacho. Get at me, Spoon We, we don't know what to do with that on Facebook. Get at me, Spoon. <laughs> uh, I like We got two spoons in here.
0: So send us an email comic at comicbookjuntoe at barefruit.com. That's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T dot com so that we can get you in the Facebook group so that we know, because we want to make sure that everyone who is a Patreon member gets a chance to get in there and hop in on the conversation. We're already talking yeah. about Falcon number one in there. Mm-hmm. You know, We're already having some conversations. So And Adam and I are planning some stuff that we're going to be sp- exclusively for people who who are a part of our, our Patreon um, page. Mm-hmm. So, some content that only Patreon members are going to be able to get. And when I say content, I don't mean just photos. I'm talking about actual recorded podcast stuff. Yeah, stuff you can use. Yeah. Enjoy. Stuff that you can enjoy. Mm-hmm. So again, thank you. Now, let's get the day started we have off.
1: So much stuff to talk about. Let's today. start off with the brown bag.
0: Uh-huh. Happy Round Bag Day to you, which was yesterday. It ha-
1: was. Happy Brown Bag Day. Um, let's get to our pull list Let's talk about what we got Alright, happy brown bag day Also, I just want to give a quick shout out We don't have to go all into it But yesterday was also The one year anniversary of Shin Godzilla That's right A.K.A. the kidney transplant That's One right. year ago That's right Both of us laying down in a hospital our, our abdomens wide open Unconscious Who knows what was going on I was asleep Was you awake? I got the X gene I asked for yeah. that Yeah? Yeah I asked for that well, What did I get? You got the bag. Uh, That's where you got. Well, I didn't fumble it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, that was the thing that happened last year. That was a really important part of our relationship now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate the support from all of you, all of our listeners, anybody who's been a part of this, this journey. Right. The odyssey of Comic Book Junto. That's right. You know, you were there with us during that time. Too.
0: One year. Look at God. That is, a,
1: that is an entire blessing. And of course, our, the year anniversary had to fall on a Wednesday. So we got to treat ourselves to comics. That's right. That's a good thing. That's good. So I've got uh, my comics here in front of me. Mm -hmm. One of them is uh, a weird one. I did not expect the other two. I saw coming. I picked Mm up Falcon number one. Yeah. I was a little frustrated with Marvel lately, but I I went in for this. I went in this specifically because of the creative team. I don't know if you see the name up in the upper left hand corner, but it says Barnes Mm -hmm. That's Rodney Barnes of the boondocks Mm -hmm. and the boondocks that's an amazing show. I agree. The Boondocks is incredible. And so when I realized Rodney Barnes was doing a take on Sam Wilson, the Falcon, that is what made me realize, yes, I need to be involved in this. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if you've read this one yet. I have. Um, feels wholly different from everything that Nick Spencer was doing. Mm-hmm. Nick Spencer was the guy who did Secret Empire. He wrote the previous run of uh, Sam, uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson. Yeah. Look, a white guy writing Sam Wilson is a totally different thing than Rodney Barnes writing right, Sam Wilson, but of course, and it' obvious, but you feel it, you hear it, mm-hmm. it it is it means so much yeah. to this book, in my opinion, yeah, and it's a good number one, yeah. Oh, and I'm it's a, So, I, I mean, finish the rest of your book, and I'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, I picked up Mr. Miracle, number three. Mm-hmm. Love Tom King. Love uh, Mitch Gerard. Everything that's happening in this book is wild. Incorrectly read this one before I went to sleep last night. This shit is depressing. Okay. It's very depressing. Okay. But it's a good book. And I picked up this. This is my wild card. This is from Image. It's a big book. All it's right. called A Tomahawk. Is that significantly larger than a regular comic book? It is, but it is for the low, low price of a normal Marvel book. It's five ninety nine. Okay, What? Yeah. Low, low price. Well, I mean, Marvel books are expensive now. Yeah. You know, so especially if you get that, like, legacy uh, what, what was L- that? Letic- lenticular? Yeah. Ugh. I don't even want to mm-hmm. get into it. A tomahawk has a sweet name. I was thumbing through the artwork, and I realized the story behind this book is it's a tattoo artist who created a bunch of really interesting concepts and characters, right? And then he got together with uh, a writer, and they wrote a story based around the universe that he was. This tattoo artist was creating hmm. on people's skin. Hmm. Uh, so Donnie Cates is the writer. Ian Betterman is the guy who is responsible for the artwork, and the artwork is really rad. It's got that tattoo look but it's kind of like Robot Barbarians. Originally, this was published Kind of Frank in, Miller looking. It does look a little bit, but kind of like the Sailor Jerry hmm. Frank Miller. Yeah, make sure. Uh, this is uh, originally published in Heavy Metal Magazine. Aha. And they liked this so much that they went ahead and just did this independently. I really enjoy it. Okay. And it is totally out of left field. Didn't see this one coming, but I like it a lot. Yeah. And of course, I'm thumbing through this and thinking, man, I want to get a new tattoo, man. I mean, what? that's what you do. Robot Conan. Yeah? Robot, robo, on. ro, ro, romance, ro- aka Robo ro- 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 <laughs> Robonan, Robonan, nan. It's your man, Robonan. There it is. Uh, what do you got?
0: All right, here's what I got. I picked up a couple comics. I picked up Falcon number one. Mm-hmm. I picked up defend the Defenders number uh, six, and I got Mister Miracle number one.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, so you I, just joined Mister Miracle. I, I flipped
0: through it a little bit before, but I hadn't actually purchased it and um, read it. So I picked up Miracle, uh, Mister Miracle number one. I've read. The Falcon, number one, and I agree. I mean, out of the books, this is my book. I mean, I haven't read anything else, but this is the book that I have read to talk about. It definitely is a different story. It is. And it is talking about some stuff that makes me go, okay, this is stuff that... Black folks care about, mm-hmm. you know. No spoilers. But I won't get into it. But this is definitely a take on on Falcon that I haven't seen before, mm-hmm. and an angle. So it's it. You, I get what you're saying when you're saying a black person writing this, a black person's angle and perspective is different.
1: Yeah. So. For sure. I think, I think Barnes brings texture to this character that might have been missing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Falcon... were good word, texture. Texture, you know? Falcon has questions about what the hell he's doing in the Marvel Universe, yep. his relationship with Captain America. Yeah. And frankly, I have questions about what, all that this. Even, what that
0: even means. I don't know what this means. And the thing that I appreciate that I will say is this comic very clearly acknowledges the fact that Falcon is black. Yes. It's not like I'm just a guy with different color. Like, black heroes are not dark skinned white heroes. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It's Absolutely. not like I'm the exact same person. As a white hero, it's just that my skin is darker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're completely different persons. So what I can say about this book is I'm already seeing the idiosyncrasies and the perspective that he's talking about and where he's coming from and where he's looking at things, where he's seeing things. It's like, this is a black man. That uniqueness is important. It's not something that needs to be overlooked as, well. oh, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're all the same. No, we most certainly are not all the same.
1: Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing, and it's
0: important. Yeah. And the fact that it's showing itself in this book, at least for a number one, is like me go, okay, I'll see what's next.
1: Yeah. and it, I mean, it's just, it, it is very bold in the way that it is expressing its ideas in ways that Nick Spencer can't do. One of the gangsters in this says straight up to Sam Wilson, they picked the right Negro to give special powers. Because they wanted to make sure it was somebody who's going to use those powers against his own kind. Right. You know, Nick Spencer, he's not slinging those kind of, that, that kind of dialogue. Well,
0: even, but even if he does, the thing is like authenticity. Authenticity. You know what I mean? Right. Anybody can write anything. And some people have a way of writing things that aren't where they're from, but they can communicate it in a way that people who are indigenous to that culture or community, mm-hmm. is that my using that terminology properly? Yeah. yeah. Like they can go, yep, that, that, I buy that. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. And then there's another way to do it where it's kind of like you're kind of trying to shoehorn in a caricature, like a straw man of what you think we are. Yeah. And that's not quite like we're not a monolith. We're not one kind of people. Right. You know, there's all different kinds, but there are there is a thread that is common Mm -hmm. as well. So being
1: able to do that kind of stuff is dope. I'm most surprised by how much I like the character of the Patriot Rayshon mm-hmm. because Rayshon was showing up in some of the Secret Empire books, and every time I would look at those books, I had no idea who he was. Yeah, and now I'm reading this, and I'm I am very interested in the growth of that character. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of flexibility behind him because he doesn't have to adhere to all of that long-standing canon. The Falcon is trapped inside of.
0: Key. This is not a book about Falcon being captain america's lackey or sidekick no. it makes it very clear that this is a book about falcon being his own person and it's like well, who am i in light of yeah it doesn't erase his history no it doesn't make it go away it's going because of xyz which you have to read to understand now i'm going in this direction mm-hmm. so now in light of my blackness in light of what it was like in light of what's going on in light of where i'm at in light of what what now mm-hmm. what do i do
1: now mm-hmm Take it, pick it up. Give it a read. Wouldn't you say this reminds you a little bit of David F. Walker's Nighthawk? I'm seeing a little, uh, obviously, a very, very different perspective uh, on how, how the hero. So? How do you say that? I'm saying in the sense that this is about a black superhero who's going to a community in need and doing the work that the other superheroes are not going to do. Hmm. In fact, Ray says that and he asks at some point in time, Sam, what are we doing here? Why are we here? And Sam it embellishes a little bit on the point to say, many Avengers aren't coming here. They're not They're not in Chicago trying to put two gangs back together. You know? And it's, it reminds me of... Again, the texture reminds me. The, the perspective and opinions and intent and purpose, very different. But it, it scratches that itch for me, especially given that I miss Nighthawk. I wish we still had that book. Yeah. And without a book like that on the stands, I think Falcon is... Is the one that goes that that I I go to
0: when when it when I read the book it did not remind me of Nighthawk
1: Mm -hmm.
0: other than the fact that Nighthawk is black Mm -hmm. but it didn't make me go oh this is similar to because I mean not really I think that where I can see that you're getting there is because this is unaddressed stuff in comics. Yeah. yeah. So anything that's even on in the in the same vicinity is like you, you like you know what's funny. It's kind of like when there's only one black guy mm-hmm. in a room, in a group, in a place, in a community, in in, in a group of friends. Mm-hmm. And then another black guy comes and goes, "Let me introduce you to Rashawn." The one other And it's kind of like, "Why are you introducing me to Rashawn?" Well, I mean, figure you
1: guys, you know, mm-hmm.
0: have have some, you guys have a lot in common? Some like s- some stuff in in, you, uh, in in common?
1: Your melanin.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, well, we both black, but...
1: Yeah. You know, right. so... Right? We're showing, like, capers. I hate capers. Why would you introduce me to this horrible guy? Because he's black. Yeah, right. So I, I, I see the
0: similarity, but it's kind of like this is unaddressed. hmm
1: mm-hmm.
0: And in the fact that what is... Captain America going to do? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what is Iron Man going to do? Yeah. How's he going to address what's going on in Chicago that yeah. Nighthawk is was addressing? Sure. And how's he going to address what's going on in Chicago that now Falcon's addressing? What's what like, the, like Iron Man doesn't even care. Like his like when we talked when I talked to Tana nehisi and we had the interview on the origins, he talked about how sometimes he has to write not what other people would like. Not even what he likes. Mm-hmm. He has to write, what would this person do? Yeah. Not what I want him to do. Right. What is T'Challa going to do? Is what... Now, you got to think, what is going to motivate Tony Stark to turn around and go, Chicago gang violence? Mm-hmm. That's me. Yeah, that's, not much. That's, that's not going to happen. Right. You know, so when you think about superheroes and in their blackness... Of course, you know what I mean? If they are like compassionate to their people, there is an angle of like, who else is gonna do
1: this? sure,
0: like who else is like
1: i mean, yeah, well it, it, Luke, you know that's part of Luke Cage' it's like well who you know what I mean? like somebody's got to do this. It, it makes me wonder what what happens when you have that kind of writing and that kind of direction with a character like Falcon, but now Falcon's got to fight Thanos. Falcon's going toe-to-toe with a cosmic threat, Mm -hmm. but he's still thinking about his identity. That still plays a role in it, right? So in this... This premier issue of a new creative team for this character—it's—it's approaching the notion that this is a character who has to deal with his identity. Mm -hmm. He's working on his identity. Not—he's not a sidekick anymore. Yeah, he's
0: his own man. And even we might as well just say spoilers for Falcon, which we're already into. It even in that under spoilers for Falcon, hear me again. Ah, even right, even in that, a lot of what Falcon's identity was or his mission, if you will, is. Cap, what we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, even in the Avengers movies or Captain America Civil War, yeah. I go where he goes. Anthony Mackie always, yeah. I go where he goes. It's like, what's what's your purpose? What is your mission? What's your vision? Cap, what, what did Cap say? Mm-hmm. And it's like, Pam, mm-hmm. I understand that. you're As a soldier, I understand that mentality of, I follow orders. Just so that, there, there's a reality to that. And at the same time, you know, like, we talked about having this segment, so we might as well just go ahead and, you know, do it. Like, Hero of the Week, like, this is not necessarily, you know, just this week, but since we're starting it, this is what comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Like, Hero of the Week, like, Colin Kaepernick, even though that's, this is this is old news, but it's current right now. Yeah. You know, the thing about it is, we're seeing this whole stuff going on in the NFL, where it's like, the coaches should basically say anybody who disrespects the flag should so and so and so. Wouldn't
1: you like to see those sons a bit like whoa? A- yeah, and whole, Roger Goodell whole- gets in on it too. It's 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 trash. And the
0: one dude's like, I haven't seen uh, discrimination Jones. in a hundred years. Oh my god, Sam. Oh my god, shut up. Yeah, but but the thing is, if your if your uniform, if the logo you wear, if the like, if your whole thing as being a black, I mean, so, can we just agree that? Sports athletes are superheroes. The whole point of the Hero of the Week segment is that we don't see people fly, mm-hmm. but we see stuff that's pretty close. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my wife is like <laughs> a hero to me, like I talked about on episode seventy-four. Yeah. Never seen anything like it. So we we we're just trying to draw the parallel and draw the lines to like what we read in these books and how they make their way out into our real life. What do we learn from these and who's applying these th- this stuff? in the real world, mm-hmm. you know? And one of the things is when you look at Falcon and Falcon going, who am I without my affiliation to cap? Mm-hmm. You know, what do I want? What do I believe in? And you look at Kaepernick and going, I'm a football player. I'm a millionaire. I'm a... But this injustice though, mm-hmm. that's what I'm about. Yeah. But what if cap or what if, you know, the logo or what if the NFL or what if your coach says, nah, we ain't about that. We're not doing that. What are you going to do? You know, Jamel Hill, what you know what I mean, when Jamel Hill's like, I'm about this, and then Trump's like, I think she should be fired, so and so and so, and then ESPN kind of like I ah, gives in. Yeah. Like, but that's her as a, a again, I'll maybe we'll say that for Superior Week and next week, but you know, like these people who stand up in stand up for justice in the face of oppression mm-hmm. when other people aren't doing it, what's more heroic than that? Yeah. That's heroic to me. I agree. I fully agree. So I see that parallel in Falcon going, who's gonna, who gonna go to Chicago and deal with this? Right, right. You know? And I think that's the whole point of what Kaepernick is doing in kneeling. Mm-hmm. He's kneeling to not disrespect the flag. He's kneeling not to disrespect the anthem. He's kneeling to draw attention to the injustice, the system, sy- systematic oppression mm-hmm. of black men, black people, people of color, people getting killed in the street nothing happening. Nothing be like, and that's why that's it makes what me about. that's why
1: it makes me especially furious when you have a letter from the commissioner of the, the the NFL and he's saying he's using words like here's how we're going to get past this. No. Oh how no 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 it's not yours to decide, first of all, that you even move past. And you don't move past until you back the F up and examine what's happening. Mm-hmm. There's no let me just move past. Let me, let me just uh, uh, tiptoe over this hurdle. That's not how this works. It makes me especially angry when you see teams who have decided, well, what we'll do instead at the beginning of the game is we'll stand and we'll, we'll link arms. I'm like, well, wait, wait, what was the point of yeah. Kaepernick's sacrifice? Let's talk about the le- internet
0: here from, from Octavius on Book Junto. The purpose of kneeling was not... Let me talk about what it is. I'm not going to talk about what it. it's not because I'm not going to give energy to that. Mm-hmm. The purpose of kneeling was to bring, ten- bring attention to the systemic oppression of black people mm-hmm. and the the injustice that's happening to black folks mm-hmm. and to draw attention to that so that it might be fixed. That's the purpose. Mm-hmm. That's the point. That's what we're talking about. That's what he as a is heroically standing up or kneeling to draw attention to. Right. That's what it is. Right. It's saying... I
1: have a, I have a platform. I'm going to use it for this, right? And his sacrifice is the not balling. Right Losing Not money Exactly Losing money Sacrificing Potentially sacrificing Or compromising His reputation His career yeah. I mean all the things That he's fought for He is a superhero He's he's an athlete He's an incredible athlete He's an incredibly intelligent And compassionate man We do
0: We see him do, do a, we, I mean we see these people Do amazing things on the field Right, right. Things that we look At these comic books And go man wow mm-hmm. But then it's what's happening I'm touching Pointing at my heart And pointing at my head Like what do you do With that power And that's what we talk That's what we talk about In these books all the time What that's do you right. do with it though that is right you know the the difference between a superhero and a supervillain is what what you do with your power you know what I mean that's the difference yeah so Hero of the Week Colin Kaepernick hit us up let us know who you think should be Hero of the Week for next week
1: yeah yeah.
0: at Octavius A. Newman at Adam Teteris at Comic Book Junto for those of you in the Facebook group let us know what you guys think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, also, we we're going to talk about um, Batman, White Knight. Can you give me the 60 second shot clock? Since you finally read the book. I did. And you was trying to talk trash about something <laughs> that you hadn't read. Yeah. And I told you, you got to read it. I don't even know what you're That's about right. to say right now, but give, uh-huh. me, give me your thoughts. All right, shot clock. Listen, spoilers yeah. for Batman, White Knight. Yeah.
1: Spoilers. Three, two, one. It's your fault. Comic book fans, read this comic book immediately.
0: I told you this. You Meeting. I told you this. I'm. What? See?
1: Yo, so See? Here's, the thing, here's the thing. And doesn't this it is, feel good
0: not to know anything? Yeah, it, it does this feel good. This is what I'm saying. I didn't
1: to know a you. damn thing. And this, this, is, this, is, this is speaking of the political climate, this comic book would not exist during a different time. This comic book reflects that topsy turvy nature of the way the world is now. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens when that topsy turvy nature makes its way to Gotham City. And suddenly we've got a situation where people are looking at their heroes with a different lens, mm-hmm. and they're looking at their villains with a different lens, mm-hmm. and who's doing what to whom, yeah. and who is affecting whom, who is a victim here, who is a predator here 30 seconds I, Man, all I'm gonna say is, I am very impressed with this comic, yes. and when it comes to a remix mm-hmm. on an idea, mm-hmm. that's how it's done Yeah that is how it's done. Sean Murphy is doing the illustrations and the writing, mm-hmm. and you know, shout out to Sean Murphy. Everything he does is great. Um, I know he's. I think he hasn't been writing for as long as he's been doing illustrations. Maybe that's just my my experience with him. But what I will say is, he uses a lot of words to express a few ideas. <laughs> A lot of words. Uh-huh. It reminds me of some older comics. Yeah. Like, yo, these are some dense pages. Mm-hmm. But it is well worth your time. I can't wait until more people read this book. Short version. What's the book
0: about? What Short happens? version. I was wrong. No, well, what's the book about? <laughs> Give the short version what the book about. Uh, short just version... just to, like the quick synopsis for someone who's like, let me, let me peek in. Mm-hmm. By the way, internet, um, my daughter is um, trying right. to get my attention. That's right, yeah. But I'm she's, dedicated she's at the glass. to her way more than
1: you guys. <laughs> but carry on. Uh, the short version is, uh, what if the Joker w- were cured and he was no longer painting his face and mad anymore? And what if he were really intelligent and started pointing out some things about Batman... That a lot of us have been taking for granted, like and a lot of things hey, that we've been saying hey, for a long time. You know, ba- yeah, we've been saying it on the show. Fans have been saying for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you know, Batman ruins a lot of property, doesn't he? Yeah, Batman hurts a lot of people. Yeah, doesn't Batman takes a lot of the law into his hands, but he doesn't really have any jurisdiction. Yeah, what's going on with Commissioner Gordon? Like, Commissioner, mm-hmm. you just gonna let him? Are you just gonna be an accomplice to these things? He's gonna. Oh, he's it? not with GCPD. No, and yet you installed the bat signal.
0: Oh, hmm, hmm. hmm. Even we see. Dick,
1: Love. like
0: Nightwing's, yeah. kind of like fam.
1: You wildin', yeah. The Bat Family, they're struggling. They're just like they're 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 the family with somebody who's out of control. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they straight up say Barbara says, I, you know, he doesn't listen to me anymore. I can't stop him.
0: Yeah, and Bar- so Barbara Batgirl says to Dick Nightwing, like, what what am, I, what am I supposed to do? He's like, do what I do. Leave. Yeah. You know, talking about the whole conversation of I'm not robbing anymore. I'm doing my own thing because I can't really roll with this dude and what he's doing. Yeah. Very excited to see where this goes. G- good book. Read the book. If you've listened this far, it's your fault. Yeah. All right. Good book. Now, let's talk about, what's, let's talk about some other stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, first, where thing, we, we want to start? Before we even launch into it, last week you went to Comic Con. Yes. How was that? Comic Con
0: was dope. Mm-hmm. Comic Con was. G- geek mm-hmm. like culture central. You know, mm-hmm. Comic Con is the biggest con.
1: It's bigger than San Diego.
0: Hey, Comic Con in New York is bigger yeah, than New San- York. Comic-Con. No, really? Yeah,
1: I yeah. would have thought that San Diego was like the. I world.
0: mean, it might, maybe it's like like prestigious, but but it's, not necessarily it's bigger. In population. Yeah, mm-hmm. loads of great cosplay. I got a chance to talk to David F. Walker.
1: Yeah, we shout talk, out to David F. Walker. We
0: talked for a while. Um, we're, he's supposed to be. Do, we're supposed to be doing uh, um, origins with David F. Walker in the future.
1: If you're new to CBJ and you're new to comics, uh, David F. Walker, he's the man behind uh, the previous run of Power Man and Iron Fist. He wrote Nighthawk, that we were big fans of, yep. Occupy Avengers. Yep. Great dude, tells great stories. Sanford Green. Also, he's the illustrator of Power Man and Iron Fist. Sanford Green, follow that man on Instagram. Yes. Because he is unstoppable. Yeah. And we
0: I, I talked to them about their new book coming out called Bitter Root. They gave me some inside stuff. Hey. Um, David F. Walker. It, always good talking to him. Yeah. So he was like, Oh, we're going to do he's, that podcast. He's got a fire. We're, we're going to do that podcast. I, I got, I'm like, All right, cool. I'm going to hold you to it. So at David F. Walker, tell him that you want him to do um, Origins on Comic Junto. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Stillfries, mm-hmm. talked to him for a good long time, got a poster from him. Um, Tanahasi Coates, of course. I talked to Tanahasi. I the saw legend. him.
1: He's really cool. Tanahasi is big news out right now. Tanahasi is bringing a new run. Of Storm. Yes. He's going to be writing Storm. I'm so excited. Very excited about that. he's been about sort that. of writing Storm by way of a secondary character in his Black Panther run, mm-hmm. and then Black Panther and the crew. And uh, I, I love that Storm's getting a solo, and that's going to be in his domain. Yeah. He's, again, just unstoppable. Ta-Nehisi Coates is amazing. That's great. Sounded like he had a good time. Yeah. I also met Daniel Warren Johnson. Oh!
0: Writer and illustrator of Extremity. Like our favorite comic of the past year. I got him to sign and draw an illustration. Wow. I got him to sign and draw. I have a gold foil limited edition cover of like Extremity number one. Mm -hmm. I got him to sign it. He drew a little illustration on it. And there's a blank Mm. that he drew um, the main character on. Like
1: one of the blank con covers? Yes. Yeah.
0: And he sent one. You
1: sent uh, one to you. That's amazing. Via Simba Sparks. That is amazing. Shout, so, out, to, shout out to Simba Sparks for doing that. Yeah. I,
0: uh, he also said he be willing to do a podcast.
1: I made a. What? Really? Yes. We we could have Daniel Warren Johnson. Yes. Also, let me tell you, I got more.
0: Spoke to Trad Moore. Okay, of legend, uh, Luther Strode,
1: Luther Strode and uh, uh, Ghost Rider.
0: Yep, got a got a Batman um, print from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's done Batman. Old, old no, he did, he, did, he did an illustration of a poster, Where? old pissed off Batman um, and Carrie Kelly beating the crap out of the mutants. Hey, he signed that for me. He also said that he would do a podcast. Hey, so at, listen at David F. Walker at um, Brian Stillfreeze, at. Sanford Green, mm-hmm. at uh, Daniel Warren Johnson, Trad Moore—all people who said they do Origins. They're willing to tell their origin story on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have some
1: powerful players.
0: We'll—I mean, we gotta just—we gotta—we gotta follow through to make sure it happens. So yeah. it, look, I'm
1: and a, my feet hurt. We listener, ate ramen. Yeah, look, I don't care about your feet. Oh, okay, listeners, right. hear me right now. I'm putting <laughs> this on the record right now. Uh-huh. I, I will be a part of an Origins at some point. Right. It'll be it'll be like uh, here's the way this works usually Octavius puts these relationships together he has these conversations he puts in the footwork and he makes it happen he gets the people in the room they record the bada bing you have great content mm-hmm. here's how this is gonna work I, I I see this in the future okay okay I Tell, see my future so you, you, are you prophesying right my now eyes. okay so I'm, I, I'm, I prophesize oh okay okay prophesize that's right prophesize okay. Prophet giant size oh <laughs> A. A. Octavius is gonna say propha
0: giant size yo.
1: ATET Young Gordon, I got somebody. I got somebody for you to talk to for Comic Book Uh Juneteenth Origins. And I'm going to say, oh, man, I'm so excited, man, I'm so excited to get room. Yeah, I know where
0: this is going. Who you got
1: for me? It's my man, R.L. I do.
0: (laughs) Because I would 100% do that. Welcome to Slappy. Oh, man. Let me tell you right now, Internet, if I could put that together...
1: Woo! And here's the thing. We're going to release that episode for you. This will be for Patreon subscribers, maybe. 60 minutes of silence, but you can just hear me seething. You'll be like, why you do that? Why?
0: Come on, man. Why? You ain't had to do that. Why? <laughs> internet if you're new to comic book Junta, you don't understand what's going on rl stein wrote a what four or five issue run on man thing man thing is adam's favorite comic book character mm. and he did lots of things that are not traditionally man thing
1: to man thing <laughs> adam is
0: pissed yeah, yeah about that
1: he brought a curse upon my house he disrespected my lineage mm. that's what that was yeah oh, i'm so excited yeah i'm glad so, you went to the con Glad you had a good time. Yes. It sounds like it's going to be a good time for CBJ.
0: Yeah. So we'll see what comes of it. And that's that. Now let's talk about what's
1: going on in this world, man. Yeah. We got to race through some news, but we have a lot of things we do want to talk about. First on the top of my list,
0: Tyrese. Let's just get down okay. to it. Let's okay. get right That's down exactly to it. This is I where we going
1: to start. At, I was looking at my list and I was where were you Where were you going to start? What big trailer came at. That's right. Nah, Tyrese nah. and The Rock. The Clash of the Titans
0: is what I need to talk about. Okay. It, tell the people <laughs> what tell had what? happened. <laughs>
1: tell, tell what. what? Tell him what. Here's the him thing. what's going Octavius on. Tavius gets me on the phone. He says, You see the thing about Yo. Tyrese and the Rock. No, I don't. I didn't see the thing. All right. Get caught up on that. So here's what I do: I Google Tyrese Space the Rock. Enter. Tyrese mm. and the Rock have beef. Beef. And now wait, let me just articulate that better. Tyrese has beef. Listen. And the rock is Present? I'm about to read it for you. Help me understand. PSA: Stars this, quote, of the Fast quote, and this, Furious. This, this,
0: this is this is on Tyrese's Instagram.
1: Okay, it makes
0: sense because we do we do geek culture. It's a part of geek culture. <laughs> Listen, this is a versus situation, Tyrese. This is a hashtag PSA. Congratulations to the Rock and your brother-in-law, aka Seven Bucks, producing partner HH. Garcia, forty-one, for making the Fast and Furious franchise about you. <laughs> And like you, DJ, even if they call, I will not be delete. Un- <laughs> uh, I will not be deleting this post. Good night, folks. See you in twenty twenty April. Fast family, right? Nah. Dot dot dot. It's about Team Dwayne. 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 <laughs> team. I can't he even spell the name wrong. <laughs> Dwayne. Three years. Will it be worth the wait? No, Shaw. J- no, Shaw. No, Shaw. <laughs> just Hobbs. Will this be another Baywatch? <laughs> guys, guys, just relax. I'm just a passionate film critic. My man. That's the first joint. That was the first one. Tyrese is basically upset because he's saying that they pushed the Fast and Furious 9 back so that The Rock could do a Hobbs movie, right. a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Right? So he takes to the internets and starts letting it fly. hmm Adam. hmm He's not done. No. No, he's, he's got, far
1: from done I, I do appreciate Just a, a quick interjection mm-hmm. The Rock's rebuttal
0: Diversity Love Multi-ethnic Worldwide Multi-generational United Nations One-race Fast family Dot, dot, dot Until Dwayne Showed up I guess This whole time He had a problem Because he wasn't The only one On the movie poster A hundred dot, 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 dot <laughs> I guess dreams Do come true Congratulations To H.H. Garcia 41 And The Rock You guys are just amazing And you really Really Broke
1: up the fast family. Damn, I tried to warn you guys. My man, why is Tyrese having such a bad day? This is the photo that Tyrese ain't even in the photo. No, okay, let's be straight. What's going on? He posts a photo of the hashtag fast family from the set of the first. He not in this. He wasn't even in that film. He wasn't even in that film. It wasn't included in the cast at that time. What's going on, man? Yo. Oh, My, my favorite thing at the very end is, is this kind of shade, where he says, Roman, and Paul Walker, Rob Cohen, were offered a spinoff. We <laughs> turned it down. We okay. turned it down. Okay. Because he's got the moral code. Oh.
0: Why is Tyrese so mad? Here's what The Rock said. Daddy's got to go back to work. Hobbs. Pumped to expand and build out Fast and Furious universe in a cool, exciting way with our seven bucks uh, production writer, producer Chris Morgan, producer um, Hiram Garcia, and lead producer and my big twin, bigger twin Neil. Mo- well, I don't know how to say it last name. I'm sorry. Thank you, Universal Studios, for being a tremendous partners who partners who see the big picture and for coming to us years ago mm-hmm. with the spinoff idea, making it clear mm-hmm. for those of you that don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Huge shout! to my brother Jason Statham for the trust and wanting to create and deliver something fresh and badass for the fans. I have tremendous amount of respect for this franchise that I've... um He enjoyed dropping blood and sweat in over years and my vision to create greater opportunities for not only my fellow Fast FF castmates, but for other amazing actors as well who want to be a part of something new and cool. I want to use my spinoff platform to create new characters that fans will ultimately love. To have fun with in multiple chapters and platforms, film, TV, digital, virtual reality, etc. What basically, virtual basically, reality. basically, the Rock said, Tyrese, shut up, talking to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, because you'll know what. I got stuff going. I'm trying to make something big happen over
1: here. First of all, how am I going to get a spinoff platform? I'm trying to get a spinoff platform right now.
0: The more opportunities we can create, the better for the fans. Smart business. Let's have some fun. And to quote quote Hobbs, the boss, if you don't like it, we're happy
1: to beat that ass
0: like a Cherokee drum.
1: I'd always wonder about that line. He was talking to Tyrese, apparently. I think he he uses that line in fests. Fate of the Furious. Man, I don't know. And, and I always wondered about that line because I was like, "Wait, with the, the Rock, you are not Cherokee. I don't know. I just feel like maybe that's not the best line. Can't you do the, you know, uh, Jabroni line I think, he, I think line he's again? saying, yeah.
0: well, he's, he's playing a character.
1: Of course. Yeah. Of course. So
0: basically... Why is Tyree so upset? I, listen, man. I just know it's entertaining. It's like WWE. WWF. Mm-hmm. Even though... So who you got in the fight? Let's you get to the bottom line. Internet, this is what I want to know. If there's a full-fledged full-scale slobber knocker between Tyrese, Mm -hmm. sweet lady, like that guy, that's the one we're talking about, Uh and The Rock. If you're sm... Like, if those two are coming together, they're putting on the gloves, UFC rules, who you got in the fight? Adam. Moana. That's not what... Moana is not one oh. of Oh. You can't pick her. Okay. Like, you can't choose. Yeah. If you like you put the quarter in, uh-huh. that doesn't come out. That's not a care. Okay. Yeah. yeah you yeah, can't be not. like, you know what I mean? Hawaii. like
1: I could, I could, like, unlo- I could unlock her ah. a, later in the game. Maybe. Okay. Well, of course, The Rock. Yeah? Yes. Here's what I know about the Fast and the Furious franchise. Okay. And The Rock showed up. Those movies were amazing. Mm-hmm. They've been amazing. Mm-hmm. I love Tyrese. I don't want to have to draw lines like this. You don't want to. I don't want. To. Don't break up the fast family. Don't break up the fast family. Hashtag fast family. I love Tyrese. I love Tyrese in the movies. I love Roman. The Fast and the Furious is gr- a great thing. The beef does not belong in these films. I've also understood that Vin Diesel has had beef with The Rock previously. I think people are just jealous of The Rock making moves, and The Rock does make moves. He's filming twenty-seven movies. All at the same time. Meanwhile, uh, eating barbells. I uh, following it on Instagram. Big makes dogs got to eat. He makes me sweat. Big dogs got to eat. The point is, is he's the man. I'm sad that this is happening to the family. But uh, yeah, of skip. Big dogs got to eat. Skip. Of course, it's the rock. The rock
0: wins. Yeah. Okay. This whole thing is outrageous. And I'm loving every moment of it. <laughs> Fight for charity or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. All right. So I just had to put that out there for you. All that right. Makes sense. So listen, did you hear Black Panther getting a Lego movie?
1: That is my understanding. I need yeah. to have more information. I don't know. Is it the same people making the the uh, Lego Batman? I don't know. All I know
0: is there's a Black Panther Lego movie coming out called Trouble in Wakanda. Mm. I'm in there. I wonder
1: if that's a direct... Wait. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let me just... Browse mm-hmm. through this piece. Get your look, get your look see. Let me just see if you check can out get out. get some some it says details are scarce. Okay. But it's possible that this will be a direct release. It seems like because it's being described as a Marvel Lego special. Mm-hmm. I'm still about it. Yeah. I'm still into it. I'm still in there. My did you hear that Ryan Coogler's gonna direct? The Lego version. I heard black. Of- I, I heard no such thing. <laughs> Did
0: you hear that? That uh, Tyrese is going to fight The Rock, though. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the news that's most important. I need to make sure we got that.
1: Oh, something that I think is also very very interesting. Uh, I'm I'm taking a look at some of the news over the past week. You, you catch any of this? Rick and Morty, McDonald's, I Szechuan. I will tell you this. I saw lots of
0: ricks. Um, of course, at Comic Con, you know I saw you know lots of Rick's. Lots of people were dressed up as Rick and um, at Comic Con, and I just started getting into Rick and Morty. Yeah, over the past month, it's like it's a great show. Every episode, you're just like, oh no, yeah, this is gonna be so bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's an like, interesting it, show. M- M- Morty, don't don't don't, uh, don't 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 worry about it. <laughs> Morty, Morty, it's 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 gonna be it's it's gonna be fine, Morty. It's it's uh uh uh, it, 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 uh, uh gee, Rick, I I, I don't I, I don't know, Rick. <laughs> you know, you know, Morty uh, that that, does, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound like a good he's idea. Like,
1: he's rolling through a whole town full of only Mortys, and they all say, oh oh geez, oh geez. Uh, uh, that that. Hi, I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look uh, at me. That like, show is pretty amazing. Yo, it's the characters a great really show, funny. and it, especially. You Wait, know, but but what I don't know, funny. I
0: haven't gotten. I'm still in season one. Where okay. are we at with Szechuan sauce? Well, Szechuan
1: sauce was at, uh, a gimmick in episode one of season three, mm-hmm. which just ended recently. Mm-hmm. And the whole joke was, you know, just like every, uh, every other episode, Rick destroys every timeline and every universe. Mm-hmm. And for what reason, the end of it is he just wanted this old Szechuan sauce that McDonald's had when the cartoon Mulan came out mm. in movie theaters. That's all. Mm-hmm. And it, the part of the gimmick is like, this man changed everyone's lives in the whole world and the universe and the time stream and all that. Why for a condiment? for a sauce mm. because he's a sad, empty man, you know? <laughs> and it was like, it's funny. It's very funny. Show so, of course, it, it catches on that maybe there's a possibility you could actually get this sauce. Mm-hmm. And McDonald's and Rick and Morty, they didn't actually do a formal partnership. Right? They're not actually cooperating together as companies. Yeah. They're just like letting things happen. Mm-hmm. So McDonald's gets up, up on this and they say, you know what, here we go. We're releasing the actual sauce Four fans on one day, November 7th, one day only. You know they selling that sauce on eBay. And they didn't have enough sauce. Do you know? And the fans who Adam, came to McDonald's are pissed. They're selling the sauce. Yeah, of course. On eBay. It's a sauce, man. It's a sauce. It's a vibe. <laughs> that, Have um, you ever had this sauce? No I don't even know what the sauce I don't even go to McDonald's like that I don't No, I don't go to McDonald's like that But it, what's upsetting is I think this is exposing Not just a Rick and Morty fan base But you know You know as well as I do That sometimes Fans of any given thing Wild out Mm-hmm And there's a contingent of that fan base that is just embarrassing. Yes. Like they act away. Yes. And it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I think frequently of the ways people respond to Spider-Man and Spidey characters, Miles Morales, the ways people uh, think they own these characters and this canon and get involved and and, and passionate. It's embarrassing and Mm -hmm. it's a bad look. And this has been a bad look. And it is an especially outrageous thing because... It is about sauce. Got the sauce all on me. Oof. So it's, I've been reading up too much this thing. It makes me frustrated, you know? Some people are coming at Rick and Morty like it's got a bad fan base. The Rick and Morty fan base is toxic. Humans. Right? But humans they, they, are
0: humans. a mess. Humans. Humans. We're all, we're all bad guys. Everybody's like, we told, got them. We, we told you guys this on episode whatever, way back in the day. Yeah. We're all bad guys.
1: Yeah. You know? You can't just blame Rick and Morty. McDonald's had the worst take Because McDonald's sees this There was like nearly violence There's people shouting at Staff members at McDonald's You got people berating the employees at McDonald's Oversauce Oversauce, right? And McDonald's has the worst take McDonald's take was We hear you so we're bringing the sauce back. We're going to give the sauce to everybody because you fans deserve it. And I'm like, why is that a bad take? What's why? wrong with that? Because it, my take is this. You, Get oh, this, this is how you're going to Give the people act? the sauce. No, this is how you're going to act with these toys. I'm putting the toys away forever. Bye. Wait a minute. It's just sauce. Bye. How, my mother would take things away from me. But your mom don't run McDonald's? But how do you know that?
0: Well, does your mom run McDonald's? Let's clarify it right now. I know. All right, this is what I'm trying to <laughs> no, say okay, to you. So now <laughs> you know, but now you know that. Now you, you can say it now. You couldn't say it before. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't have a problem with them bringing the sauce back. They didn't, listen, <laughs> Rick and Morty didn't know this was going to happen. McDonald's didn't know this was going to happen. McDonald's just sitting here like, what happened? Whoa, uh, <laughs> shoot. I mean, uh, okay, if you guys, well, why not bring the, nothing off, nothing off us to bring the sauce back? You know? Yeah. Unless it's the, but not unless it's gluten free. That's the question.
1: Uh unclear. Oh, see, that's what unclear. we gotta get to the bottom of. It is it is morality free. Yeah. It may
0: speaking of mor- speaking speaking of morality, let's get down to the blackout congregation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen, every podcast is somebody's first. So let me explain the blackout congregation to you. The blackout congregation is basically a way of dealing with trailers, promotion, media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trailers have a job. The job of a trailer is to help you determine if you will or will not see a movie. That's right. After you have seen a trailer, it has done its job. Will you or will you not see the movie? I see one trailer, then I shut down all media. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see any photos. I don't want to hear any interviews. I don't want to see any other trailers. No, you know, super trailers, super spoilers, super short teaser. Hear no, hear no spoiler. Trailer. Speak no spoiler.
1: Yeah. See no spoiler. That's right. Blackout congregation.
0: How, and so I've already seen my Star Wars The Last Jedi yes. trailer. Yes. However, comma.
1: hmm Word on the
0: streets, on the interwebs have told me that there's been a new trailer that's come out. That is correct. Have you watched it? I have. Get the f out yeah, of here! Okay. Why do this? <laughs> Why do this? To you? <laughs> he's actually left. He's actually left the room. Why do this to yourself? I don't understand. I had to. What? No, you didn't. The
1: culture dictates. You did not. Let me tell Wait, me, who, let who's let me just, you? this, see, this oh, is about. Oh my god! Hold on. This is the conversation getting, getting about a morality. I'm getting a prophecy. I see it. I'm prophesizing again. Okay. This is the second one. Prophesizing. I'm prophesizing a world uh-huh. in which I did not watch the trailer. Okay. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto. You see that trailer for the new Star Wars? No, I did not. Adam, how about you? Mm-mm. So you say- Thank you, you so much for joining you say us You did the it for the, you did it for the culture. I did it for the culture. No. <laughs> I did it for the family.
0: Of course. Listen. And it was dope. <laughs> did it show you too much? Uh, yes. It, that pause just said yes See This is what I'm saying This is why I tell y'all not to do it Cause you Is there a part of you inside That's upset and mad You were
1: like a monk And you <laughs> hold me to these impossible standards It's not impossible Like you all You, you had your to do media is wait. celibacy All you had to do is wait A couple more months uh-huh. We
0: could have all done this together my Now you've led part of
1: the Junto In the wrong direction you trying to make me feel dirty They right gonna now. follow you down this path <laughs> I didn't watch This it. is look, the, here's, here's how I start my Hashtag Uh Uh Spin off platform, okay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, get my spin-off platform. I start a sect. You
0: thought, I thought Comic Book Junto was all on the same page. Hashtag up. blackout congregation family. <laughs> but you decided you wanted to watch the Star Wars Last Jedi trailer. Yes. Don't worry about it. I'm cool with it. Dot, dot, dot. Nah. No.
1: I did watch the trailer. Mm-hmm. I, I, clearly, I'm not going to say anything to spoil it, right? I'm not going to go there. I will say, because of my time with this show, because mm-hmm. of my time, having you as my friend mm-hmm. and the blackout congregation being, let's call it a looming presence right. in my life, right? I did come out of the trailer thinking, now, I don't know if I wanted to see that. And there, was, there are moments of misdirection, you- intentional misdirection, in which you know they're showing you things very directly. They're, they're, hey, no, there's no way it's that simple. It's not happening like that. So when I was done watching the trailer, I thought, Am I shaming myself? Let me go hit, um, let me take a shower real quick. <laughs> but uh, I the shower and cried. It was very exciting. I'm sure it
0: was. Very exciting. I saw the poster. The poster looks dope. Mm-hmm. People thinking they see Darth Vader in the poster. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Mm-mm. Like when you look at the poster, they're saying that Luke is the top of the helmet. Ah. And then, like, the two characters, like the, the hierarchy, the visual hierarchy of it makes. Darth Vader. I'll put it in the i fa- I'll put a photo of it in the Facebook group. Please do. So Please that people do. can see because someone's actually drawn over top of it and go, I figured it out. Like mm-hmm. Illuminati type stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. But that
0: I didn't watch it because y'all, y'all know, y'all know how I get down. Yeah. I respect myself. I know. You know what I mean? Know. I love myself. I don't know about you. <laughs> My God. All right, fair enough.
1: Whatever. Yeah. I saw it. I can't take it back. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for the film to come out. That's good. Are you excited for Justice League? Very excited for Justice League. Mm-hmm. Until, Until I saw the most recent trailer, because you have not seen the news trailer. No, I haven't. But I was excited about Justice League, and then I saw the most recent trailer. And uh, look, I'm I just I'm not into it. Let's just talk
0: about it. the fact that DC. What is DC doing with
1: the unclear? With the, did you
0: find? Did you find? Did you hear that the DC extended universe is not an official term?
1: <laughs> Hold
0: on, that's not an official terminology. Nobody at D.C. or Warner Brothers is using that terminology. Uh. That's something that a reporter said, and no one has, like, condemned it. Huh. But it comes out, there is no such thing as the DC Extended Universe. That's I just know. something that we and the media have just gone with. And Warner Brothers just been twiddling their thumb. like, well, I mean, if that
1: way you want to call it. Yeah, the mainstream media put that one together. But they, no, one,
0: no one has actually said
1: that. Interesting.
0: So that's kind of how they're contorting and twisting. Like, yeah, but, you know, Aquaman doesn't quite really... The Aquaman movie is kind of not a part of... And we're going to do a young Joker movie. It's not the same... So it's, universe, but
1: like, it's just, what is DC doing? They're, they're throwing spaghetti at the wall and see what they just so, tossing it up. I already predicted that they're doing a Gotham universe, a Gotham verse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's what's happening. I could absolutely see that. They would tell stories specifically just in Gotham. Yeah. They, I think DC really needs to get their act together. I do not understand exactly what the plan is. I don't understand how the movies are supposed to lie. What am I supposed to be excited for? It's the, 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 news that there's going to be another suicide squad movie perplexes me. Uh Justice League, I'm not that excited for it right now because what they're showing me is is very Zack Snyder. It's the same stuff that I've I've already railed against every time I've seen one of these movies. Mm-hmm. So, am I going to see it? Of course. Yeah, I'm going to see Yeah, it. of course you're going to see it. But I, but I'm going to tell you what. The actors in
0: this Justice League movie are um, not helping. Oh no, they're tripping up. Yeah. Uh one Ben Affleck. First come, of all, come get your boy. The Harvey Weinstein 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 situation is wild. It's
1: hurtful. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That that is that's is a terrible situation altogether. Ben Affleck is wrapped up on in that because he was made very famous uh, with Harvey Weinstein, and also the man that we like to crack jokes at his expense, Matt Damon. Uh, the whitest man on earth, the whitest man under the sea, the whitest man in space. <laughs> Out of space, um, in, the, in the jungle, and in the like, desert. These, these guys have been a part of something truly despicable. Now, hold on. Have, let's Watch each other's backs while this has happened. Let's just back up.
0: I All I know is what the internet's telling me. Uh. And the stuff that people are saying about Harvey Weinstein is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude <clears throat> has basically been sexually assaulting people. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't really seem like it's up for... Debater discussion no, like, there's sure loads and loads of people who are coming forward right. and the thing that we're talking about with Ben Affleck and the thing that we're talking about with um, Matt Damon mm-hmm. is that the word on the street is they, they might have been allegedly somehow involved with helping cover this up mm-hmm. or Matt Damon was somehow involved with covering this up well, I would say it's, is it's, that because i don't want because the thing is i don't want to say things about people that aren't true sure I don't want to just lump. Everything, oh, all, everybody in the Justice League did, like, that's, no, that's not sure, what we're saying. Sure, Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein has specific allegations that are against him. Yeah. The word on the street is Matt Damon somehow in 2004. You told me 2007. What 2004. happened?
1: 2004. Yeah. So uh, the the Matt, there, there's a spread of things to say here, and it, yeah. it, here's just a, a quick bullet point list. Yeah. Uh, the the Matt Damon allegation. The reason why people are frustrated with Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Harvey Weinstein. They were a team. They were a little Rat Pack in the early 2000s. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Right. You know these these are movies. This is a movie that that made those guys real famous. It made their career arguably. So Matt Damon in 2000 had written to a reporter to defend uh, this uh, Italian gentleman. I I can't remember his last name, Fabrizio something, who had worked with Harvey Weinstein. And apparently, allegedly, uh, the Fabrizio character, his job on the set was to acquire women to give to Harvey Weinstein, we're talking. What? We're talking a job of the hut kind of situation where what? his job was basically. Let, let's let's lay it out like this. Hypothetically, let me find some models and make sure they're around. So when Harvey Weinstein is interested, then he's got people to choose from. So Fabrizio allegedly had, that had been his role. Is this something that could be uh, proven as fact? I imagine it's difficult, but there was a woman who was working, I think for the New York times, uh, and she was working on a piece that was going to crack this open back in 2004. She was mm. working hard on this investigative piece to put a lot of work in. And Matt Damon is one of the individuals who called that journalist up and said, no, 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 Fabrizio is a, he's a good guy. I've worked with him before. He's mm. good. So people are mad at Matt Damon for a number of reasons, always. And today and recently, it's because it seems like it looks shady. It seems like he was intercepting something that could have been stopped a while ago. Matt Damon, for his part, of course, says what you would expect him to say. He says he had no idea this was happening. Had he have known, he would have never allowed it to continue. And, uh, you know, look, I'm I'm not going to be naive, but I want to be a person who believes that. But at the same time, this looks bad. Yes. This looks bad. Now, Ben Affleck on another situation, another guy who is saying, this is disgusting. This is deplorable. I can't believe Harvey Weinstein was doing this. People need to be respectful of women and humans. And now it's very easy to dig up some footage of a younger Ben Affleck in the early 2000s while he was a married man sexually harassing people on television. Uh, on MTV, on Total uh, Total Recall. Mm. Remember Total Recall? Total Request Live. Uh, yeah, Total Recall. My God. <laughs> yeah. R. R. I got Philip K. Dick on the brain <laughs> with uh, uh, Blade Runner. And yeah. All. Um, Total Request Live. And, uh, and Total Recall. Uh, Total Recall. You remember Carson <laughs> you re- Daly? You remember that? You remember when Carson Daly did Total Recall Live? Yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my understanding. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was on every episode of that. Yeah. Um, Killed it. Yeah, so there's there's footage and Octavius, it's disgusting. Ben yeah. Affleck talking mad, nasty stuff to people publicly on tape. And so for him to say, like, I can't believe Harvey would do this is disgusting. And for it to be that easy to find that footage, it's like, man, now we have a cultural issue. See, here's
0: the thing that here's the thing that we need to we need to touch on. What you just said. Mm. There is a culture <clears throat> that makes room for this. Mm -hmm. And it's important that we don't make room for this. That's right. And that's the bottom line. You can talk about that was in the past. And same thing that happened with Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa, there's some old footage that's dug up. Because here's, here's some of the pushback that you're getting. This is old footage. This happened in the past. Times are different. You know what I mean? Um, that was X amount of years ago. If we had footage of you X amount of years ago, you know, what kind of things would you say? If we go dig up your old tweets, your old Facebook post, you know, you're different. And I think that that's true. Yeah let's acknowledge the fact um, that I'm not the same person I am today that I was before my daughter got here. That's right. You know what I mean? Before Comic Book Junto start. So we all grow and develop and mature and blossom, hopefully. And then some of us regress and go into backwards. So so I, I think if we get into the conversation of how long ago or how recent it was and all that kind of stuff, there's a lot of variables that can kind of like take us away from what I think might be a more agreed. The conversation we need to have is how are we going to? What are you going to do about this now? And so we're talking about the culture of it. Yeah. So Jason Momoa, you know, on, at a, at a con, I think it was 2011. Yeah, 2011, something like I think that. It was a comic con. He said something about like you know working on Game, um, of Game of Thrones and how you know he as Cal Drogo he gets to.
1: Rape beautiful women, and the, the context about it was it was especially messed up when somebody asked him about what he likes about the genre. What do you like about doing like fantasy and sci-fi stuff? And he says, "Well, I get to you know fight monsters, I get to cut people up, I get to uh you know rape beautiful women." And it elicited this, you know, big roar of laughter of people basically laughing at, like, I can't believe this man just said that. Yeah. And the people who, his cast members are with him, and they're all putting their heads
0: down, like, whoa. whoa." Now, but the thing thing is, like, it's easy to say, oh, 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 man. Now, beyond that, it's like, but there's a culture that makes that okay. Mm Mm-hmm you know mm-hmm. there's a rape culture that makes room for that truly and past present future we need to work on making that unacceptable truly we need to work there's the, the sh- you know you talk about don't, don't shame me some things you should be shamed of yeah. some things a good amount of shame will help you mm-hmm. you should be ashamed of certain things mm-hmm. a little bit of fear should help you you should be afraid of certain things there's some things that 45 says that just goes wow Mm -hmm. you just have no shame. Just no, you're just fearless. That's right. You just do and say whatever you want. There's no consequences. And that's where I want to focus on. Mm -hmm. Not when it happened, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that's not important, but what I'm saying is that's not what I, that's not the conversation I want to have. Sure. I want to talk about closing the gap for making room for this. Mm -hmm. There's a situation where you should be like, Hey, 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 no, no, no. There's no there's no place for that here. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. there's different contexts of things because comedians can get away with stuff because the nature of what they're doing is making fun of things mm-hmm. and making light of things and mm-hmm. certain TV shows. So there is a fine line of art where this is used as a certain, and that's hard because it depends on who you are and who says it and how you feel and what your background is and all that kind of stuff. But the, the, I think a bigger conversation, a bigger conversation that's not going to get fixed right now is. The, there's a culture around this That's that right. Matt Damon allegedly felt like, oh, no, 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 no. He's a, No, he's... You gotta understand. It's different. Right. You know, there's a culture around it that, you know, Jason Momoa, 2011, I don't know who he is today, but in the past, felt like that was a comment to say. It was like, oh, you know, ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. And in your heart, in your mind, my encouragement is that you search in you to go, well, where are those places where I can say that thing about Mm-hmm. trans people mm-hmm. is that okay is it funny is it a joke is it you know about gay people about black people about latino people about asian people about white people about tall people about little people about people you know with like just being considerate and starting to go like let's break this down yeah because it's easy to have a hot take and i don't know that i have one because there's a lot of different stuff you can say but i know rape is not okay Mm-mm. unacceptable Mm-mm. you know like, sexual assault is not acceptable. Period. Like, there's there's no room for that. And that's what I want us to work towards, moving towards a place where people feel safe. Mm-hmm. And we can't have an alleged, I mean, a Harvey Weinstein situation where it's like, this has been going on for how long? And people are coming up going, yeah, we we all knew about it. Yeah. Terry Crews talking about, did you hear about Terry Crews, what he was saying? No, this is new to me. there's someone, like a male executive, like, groped his genitals at a party mm. in front of his wife, mm. but he didn't say anything because he was ultimately like, "What,
1: what what's going to happen? I don't want to be the guy to yeah. cause trouble. I don't want to cause strife for the set of my show or stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and you know, he had a conversation with the person afterwards. well, was, I'm I'm sorry, so and so and so, but it, it, he's it's on his Twitter and he's talking about how he's like, I was kind of just like, <sighs> because I felt and from what I'm gathering is there's room for this person to do this, mm-hmm. but there's there's a there's no room for me to protest it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's room for someone to abuse me. There's room for someone to assault me, but there's no room to protest. Right, and that's similar to what's happening. Like going going back to Kaepernick, there's room for people to get black men to get killed in the street.
1: Yeah, but there's no room to kneel. I saw a comic strip that I think is is very relevant as far as this conversation goes and it's three panels and it's uh, a, each, each one has two stick figures or maybe one stick figure. The the one stick figure is a victim, someone who is uh, a victim of let's say se- sexual harassment mm-hmm. or sexual trauma. And then the surrounding the stick figure is a bunch of speech bubbles responding to that person. So the first panel is someone saying uh, Alex Smith raped me and I have to come out and and talk about it. And all the speech bubbles say like, Oh, you just want to throw Alex Smith's career down the tubes. Why would you come after this person? I can't believe you would be horrible and, and toss them into the public forum and, and violate their reputation. And the second one is someone saying I was sexually harassed and I don't feel comfortable talking about what happened or who was involved. Now the speech bubbles say, well, if you're not going to give us details about what happened, then it probably didn't happen. You can't give us more information about that. We don't believe it. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is someone who says nothing, and the speech bubble says, "Well, he's not saying anything. It's not happening." So there's no, is lose lose lose. You know, it, it, here of the week, Colin Kaepernick. We're talking about a person who had to make a sacrifice to say something. Yeah. Right. And there are, there are a lot of examples of of victims of trauma who have to make a great sacrifice, an interpersonal sacrifice uh, in order to say something. And it is an incredible trauma and a burden upon them. And, uh, you know, for celebrities and people of power and, and any human being who does something terrible, if it's caught and visible or observed, whatever... You got to fix it. You got to look into yourself. No more excuses. You can't make any excuses. You can't say, yeah, well, I was different. You can't say, well, you're missing the context. Mm -hmm. You can't offload that blame on someone else. Mm -hmm. You have to feel shame. There's a reason why you put your hand on the stove and it burns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Learn, right? If it didn't burn, you lost your hand. It's gone. You've destroyed yourself and you had no indication of that, right? You have to feel that and it sucks, Yo, when I was in high school, I was trash, and I thought I was great, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. at a certain point in time, you you
0: reconcile with that.
1: And we talk about
0: like even when we, we talk about oh, this was in the past, so and so and so. You know how you learn consequences. Mm-mm. Like we, there's a, there's a, there's a thing where like I'm a Christian. We, everybody knows that that listens to the show, and if you don't, you know that now I'm a Christian. And one of the things that I had to come to conclusion with is there's forgiveness. For the things that I do. There's forgiveness for sin, but that don't make the consequences go away. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an mm-hmm. interesting concept to like wrap your head around. I forgive you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you don't go to you don't deal with the consequences. Right. So we can look at the past and what someone said in the past and go, there's grace for you, but grace doesn't mean you don't have to you don't to have work. to deal with the consequences. So yeah. if that stuff resurfaces, Ben Affleck, you did it. You gotta go to work. You I'm did it. You can't it. be like, oh, well, you got... Like, that's, a, that's your history. That's, that's there. We can't act like that's not there. Mm-hmm. Jason Momoa, maybe you have grown. Maybe
1: you have developed. Maybe you have changed. But when that floats to the top... What are you going to do? What you want me to do? Act yep. like it didn't happen? Exactly, and it's how you behave right now. It's, it's who you talk to, the words that you use, the way that you speak to people. Mm-hmm. It's what you do for yourself and the people that you've affected. Mm-hmm. Now is the time. Yeah. I mean, yesterday was the time, but now...
0: So there's grace for you to grow and develop and mature internet. For those of you that are listening, I don't want to communicate a message of condemnation. No. Like that's not what I'm trying to communicate. What I am trying to communicate is a little bit of shame is good. Mm-hmm. A little bit of fear of consequences. is A good.
1: spoonful of shame.
0: That's how you grow. Mm-hmm. That's how you grow. You know what I mean? There, you should, because if you have grown, I would assume it's because someone stepped to you and you're like, yo, hold up. What's, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me talk to you for a second. Yeah. Who are who you, who you talking to? Like, You can't talk to her like that. You mm-hmm. can't do that. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Like, and, and we again, we talk about superheroes all the time. What, what would you expect a superhero to do? Yeah. Block it? Oh, no, no, no. He's, he's a good guy. What? That's what you want your superheroes to do? Right. right. You want your superheroes to know about someone doing something like that? Again, allegedly. And then let it slide?
1: Yeah. That's
0: what you want your... No, we don't want that. No you good. want your superheroes to make room for that kind of abuse? nah no good nah we don't want that so let's do better together let's hold each other um, to a certain standard as a community let's continue to have the conversation develop because it's a hard thing to talk about that's right you know what I mean for those that have gone through it those that are going through it those that will go through it and those that have never gone through it Mm -hmm. It's, it's not easy and we haven't in any way shape or form like fixed it but we're just using our platform to talk about this kind of stuff because yeah. this stuff affects geek culture. It's not yeah, just oh, them yeah. out there.
1: No, we we swim in this pool together. Yeah. So, you know, when the, when these things happen, this this does affect everybody involved. This this is going to affect everybody who's ever seen a movie and now they got to think like, "Wait, now I I can't like Daredevil anymore, but that was a great film. Which one, one, you're wrong. Which I'm about to ben say. Affleck, what are you talking about? Ben no Affleck. one. So uh, what I'm saying that's, is that's one. You, were, right you were wrong from the jump. Yeah, let's start with that. Let's <laughs> and, get a couple, the, the, we just talked to you about you. You know, you can you can investigate. You can investigate yourself and your relationship with things. And people have a hard time with idolizing celebrities who eventually have a downfall. We have the conversation with uh, um, ourselves all the time when you find out that you know someone was not as great as you expected them to be. Yeah. Uh, we're and, all bad guys. Right, and that's always going to be the case, but you, you you figure it out for yourself and make sure you learn from those lessons and other people's misgivings and avoid that and fix that and identify the times that you might have done that. Yes. Adam, gotta, I'm talking you, to myself. You got to be honest with that. Yeah. You can't just point the finger at them. No. Where
0: is th- this is my this is my challenge for those members of the junta that are listening. Look in you. Look in you. Where it's so there's a parable. There's a story. You point out the speck in your brother's eye, but you got a log in yours. Mm-hmm. Take the log out of your eye first so that you can see clearly mm-hmm. to point out the, the the speck in your brother's eye. Yeah. So the point is, like, yo, you, know, you got to look at you. You know what I mean? You got to address you. Sure, help other people. We do need to create a community where some things are and are not appropriate. Of course. But the challenge, the homework is... Of oppressed people, people who you have privilege over, in what ways could you be using your privilege to, like Adam says, boost their signal, protect them? Mm-hmm. What, what? How can you be a superhero and protect and look after somebody? And in what ways have you abused your power? In what ways have you laughed at someone else's expense? That's hard because this stuff is funny. Son. It's I will go on record. This Things are legitimately funny. It's sure. hilarious. But yeah. then you go... But whose expense? Yes. Am I laughing? Yeah. At? Right. Exactly.
1: You know. And it's the, is that okay? And that's I don't know the answer. now. We that. we we've said it over and over again too. It, 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 no easy answers. You know. This not easy. There's nothing easy. You have to work. You know. Being woke is hard. Yes. Being woke is hard. Yeah. Being woke is saying that was legitimately funny, but it, it, whose expense? I, yeah. I need to look into that. Right. You know that. That's just how it is. You choose this path. That's how it goes.
0: Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. Right. So, ending this on a high note. Uh huh.
1: Philly's getting a new Comic Con. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Philadelphia Phil- is getting. By the way, bring Philadelphia back into the mix. Where did the news of the new Storm comic book being written by ta Coates come out? Just Philadelphia Inquirer. Philadelphia Inquirer. That's right. Philly. Yeah, so I'm very excited about this. We are getting a
0: new convention. Um, so it says, get ready to geek out. Philly is getting another Comic Con. The event, however, will actually be held in the city. Read Pop, mm. these are the same people who put on New York Comic Con and Emerald City Con in Seattle, announced. On Monday, the launch of Keystone Comic Con. I love it. And that's going to be going on September 14th to the 16th in 2018. It's going to be in the Pennsylvania uh, Convention Center in Center City. Mm-hmm. Yo. I love it. We're getting our, we're, we're getting Reed Pop, the same people who put on New York Comic Con that we go to every year, yeah. they're going to be doing a con right around my birthday in Philly, I can't wait. What if Philadelphia becomes a big con
1: city? I want that to be the case. What? How dope would that be? We we have some, and we need a panel. Wizard World. Well, you know, comic con, or uh, comic book Junto is going to be there. Like you know, now that we have this information, that the CBJ is going to be yes in that house. What's up with a meetup comic book Junto? Uh, but I know, you know, I want to shout out Jay Wan Khan. Uh, uh, I want to shout out uh, uh, um, Wizard World when they get together. Yep. Locust Moon was one of my favorites out in West Philly. I know. Mm-hmm. They're really hard to do, mm-hmm. and shouts to the people who have come before. I'm very excited that Read Pop is doing one because it's in our it's in our home. It's not I don't yeah. gotta go up yeah. on the Amtrak's yeah. too expensive to yeah. get up there. We still thinking, gonna do it though. I'm definitely gonna do it, but <laughs> and they're gonna be more expensive because now I have another way to spend money. Yeah, here in Philadelphia, that's yeah. exciting. Very exciting.
0: So internet, get ready, September 14th. Through the 8th, uh, September 14th through the 16th, 2018. Mm-hmm. Tickets are going to go on sale early 2018. Can't wait. Get ready to come to this convention.
1: We are going, I'm, I'm saying this right now. We are going to put in a work. Keystone Comic Con. To be present.
0: Get ready. That's right. What's we'll up with a meetup? You know, let's, what's up with eating cheesesteaks? Mm-hmm.
1: What's up with eating some water ice? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? What's, let's, what's up for maybe an exercise? What's up for maybe, you know, like run a lap around ah, the convention center? They're going to be in cosplay. I don't know about all that. I'm just saying, you know, we got to counterbalance if we're going to have yeah, Rita's water ice and, nah, we and don't, Philly flavors. Don't disrespect okay, Philly don't ever, flavors. Never disrespect. State in
0: my, my okay. Keep it, get it together. What's up with South <laughs> Street going to Ishka Bibbles? Let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's been episode 75. Woo! Thank you again. This episode 75 has been brought to you by our patrons. Patreon.com forward slash book junto. Thank you for everyone who's joined in helping support the Junto. We really appreciate you guys. Please check that out. Mm-hmm. Please support the Junto. Help us reach our first goal so we can move on to the next goal and expand into doing more things. That's right.
1: Yeah. Um, where can they find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me on Twitter At Adam Teteris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. You can find me on the internets as
0: well. Same thing. Talking trash on the rock. That's right. No, no. Listen, don't ever disrespect, (laughs) you know. Don't ever disrespect. But yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at Octavius A. Newman. You can find Kampu Junto on Twitter at... At Campo Junto, ask us questions, hashtag AskCBJ. Yeah, we're still doing AskCBJ, so bring them back. Yep, and also, everybody who's in the Facebook group, hit us up with questions there. We are going to prioritize the questions of people in the Facebook group, for sure. Uh, Though our Patreon members, just to show you guys love. If you want to leave us a voicemail, 215-948-2742. Again, 215-948-2742. If you don't want it to be on the show, you need to say that. Otherwise, it's fair game. Also, send us an email, comicbookginto at barefruit.com. That's it. Did I leave anything else out? No, that's everything. That's episode 75. Close the loop. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. (laughs)